Hello, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and video where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today, I'm going to talk about something that I really think, uh, especially over the holiday weekend, for those of you, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and are enjoying a exciting Cyber Monday as we record this episode today. One of the things I think that is really interesting is there's a couple of things that have happened over the last several weeks that I think really gives us a peek to what's going to be the success in 2020 when it comes to your marketing efforts. And today I want to take a deep dive into the seven ways to leverage the 22nd micro video to smash your 2020 marketing efforts. So, I mean, here's the thing, guys. The, the, the truth of the matter is we our attention span has been hacked. Right? We are so overly stimulated by content on our phones, by you know, content as our streaming options for video and audio. Um, you know, we are, I mean, like we all have a crazy heightened level of, uh, you know, digital content hyperactivity. So one of the things that I've really noticed, um, and, and maybe you guys have noticed it too, like, you know, you're, you're, if you're watching YouTube, you'll notice that some ads come on and it says you can skip this ad and it starts to count down, right? Five, four, three, two, one. So what's happening there is YouTube has a product called pre-roll. And with that, with that product, you can put a video in front of people who, you know, are watching either content uh, similar to the video content that they're looking at, or you can trigger that information or trigger that video off of search content that they've done on uh, Google's platform on their search, their text-based query platform, right? Where you just go into Google and, and you type in, you know, you know, where's the nearest whatever, or how do I, you know, carve a turkey? Um, you know, whatever, whatever you're searching for, you can then trigger your ad content based on that. One of the things though that I've noticed is that a lot of these ads, they're they're done really poorly because again, I think that the the ad creative is built around this sort of, you know, linear TV commercial where you have 30 seconds, you know, to tell your whole story. And so you're trying to build up your, you know, your case to take action, which comes at the end of the video or, or, or of the spot, if you will. And, and that's a problem because with pre-roll, you don't have that as an option. You literally have five seconds to catch my attention so you almost have to lead with the punchline. You know, you can't wait to deliver the call to action or, or you know, answer the question of what your product or service, what it, what it solves, how it makes life better. You have to do that up front. And so I think that, that if you can't make your point in the first three seconds and really get my attention, you're not winning. Not to mention the 20 second micro video, which is the point I'm going to make. So those videos that you can actually skip are not the pre-roll um, videos. Those are just the generic video, um, you know, where you can have, you know, long format, whatever the time, does it matter? 
But the, the pre-roll, and this is kind of um, number one of the seven ways to really leverage the 20-second micro video, is start, start practicing and recording. And we're already doing this in real life. I mean, look at what's happening on Snapchat, you know, that started in late 2017, really started picking up, uh, you know, steam in 2018 and is alive and thriving in in 2019, and I think we're starting to see sort of the spinoff, the new shiny tool or the new shiny platform in TikTok, you know, with this 20 second, you know, short, um, you know, video clip component. So if you can't make that, you know, make your state, state your point and, and get it across quickly in that micro format, I think you're really missing the opportunity. So Number one is having understanding that the YouTube pre-roll, you know, 20 second is is a magical number because you have to be under that in order to uh, have the proper format to run those kind of ads. And then within that, you need to make sure that as you're thinking about the creative, don't try to put, you know, the aha moment at second 17. You need to reverse engineer that and start off with hey, we can solve your back pain, right? You just come right out with it instead of, you know, just drawn out, you know, hi, I hope that you are, uh, you know, excited to use, you know, whatever the um, whatever the, the case is. Um, you know, so that that's what's really key, I think, is to understand what that 20 seconds is and why it's so important. Number two is... You know, here's another thing. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but and I want to say that um, in their uh, Q3 report, uh, Facebook, you know, started talking about how they're going to really put more emphasis on the stories, the aspect of stories. And so you've probably noticed that on the Facebook app. I mean, obviously, on Instagram, stories have been, you know, alive and thriving and in in a very popular way that that we go and we tap on our friends and we watch their stories, right? We want, we want these little micro moments of our friends and family's lives. And we want to see them in that real moment, right? Those, those micro moments. And so, you know, Facebook has put these, um, you know, almost these cards that look like, you know, rounded edges, kind of like a little phone, you know, and they've got them, you know, right across the top of your feed. I think that's a real indication of the direction. They've already stated that, on the ad platform, you know, uh, in this year alone, they've got over $7 million in ads that have been placed in the stories format. And so I think that, you know, that's just a sign of things to come is that, you know, through stories, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, you're going to continue to see that platform open up um, for different types of ad units. And it's because the demand of that kind of content is being consumed at a higher rate than any other um, feed content other than the messaging, uh, you know, uh, application of the platform. So that's the other sort of, you know, platform extension of how you need to really go in and think about, you know, quickly getting to your point. Now, the other thing that when we talk about the the 20 second micro um, video format is really thinking about moving away from and just dropping the slick, high-produced, you know, content. Um, 
you know, as we, I mean, we all hate marketing, right? I mean, we just hate being marketed to. Um, we would much rather just someone come up and be like, hey, here it is. This is what we're talking about in just a conversational, very frank, uh, you know, way. And so when you drop the high end, high polished and go with the more, you know, organic, authentic, you know, I mean, the point is I need to be able to see your face. I need to be able to hear what you're saying. That's pretty much it. Everything else, you know, it doesn't really matter if, you know, if I've got a scratch that, you know, my cat gave me over the weekend or, you know, all of that stuff, you know, being perfectly made up and my hair is all done and, you know, all those things like that's that's not what, you know, what what we gravitate to. We gravitate to towards the authentic and and the, you know, hey, I just flipped my camera on. I'm like, I got to tell you guys something, you know, um, so. You know, that's number two is is really understanding that that the stories in the platforms for Facebook and Instagram, you know, are going to continue to surge in 2020. And the better you can, you know, kind of eliminate the slick and, you know, go authentic in this micro moment format in this 20 seconds um, sort of slice uh, is key. Part B to that is you're going to have to increase the volume like 20x. Like if you think you can just do one, you know, a day or one every couple of days, like you're not getting, you don't have enough volume. If you really, if you are a, especially if you have a personal brand, you know, if you're a real estate person or if you're a personal trainer or if you're a, um, you know, an individual that provides services like a CPA or a bookkeeper, or, you know, if you provide pet sitting services, like if you're a service-based business and you, the individual, are providing the service or you, the individual, or the sales representative, you need to increase the volume and you need to do it uh, at scale. So again, 2020 is the magic year of 20, whether it's 20 seconds, it is 20 seconds or less, and it's upping the volume 20x, like 20 times the amount of whatever you're doing now. Um Number three, again, is really just kind of looking at understanding the signals that we've seen in 2019, 2018 and 2019. Again, with, you know, Snapchat just really taking off in 2018. TikTok starting to emerge here in the in the last quarter of, of 2019. We're going to continue to see that in 2020. And for those of you who don't know what, what TikTok is, it's very similar to you know, Snapchat in that it's that short video, but you've got music that you can overlay. You've got um, augmented reality with, you know, stamps and icons and, and different types of, of augmented reality elements that you can layer on top of the video. Um, and we love that kind of stuff on our phones. Like we love to see that sort of like, oh my gosh, like it, it's almost like magic, you know? And so if you can really capture those magical moments and then use the platform to, you know, sort of give it that, you know, like augmented reality. I mean, that's that's something that really you need to understand that those micro moments are a key piece of what 2020 is going to look like. And again, it doesn't matter if you represent a marketing, you know, if you're a marketing agency or if you're a person uh, with your own personal brand. Um, those micro moments really matter. Number four is personal brand channels 
are going to continue to attract big national brand sponsors. Um, so this is just really the evolution of influencer marketing. You know, I, I know that from a sports standpoint, whether it's, you know, uh, NBA or NFL or, you know, hockey or baseball or golf, you know, there's this massive amount of, you know, insight and content that's being produced by um, various uh, um, insiders, enthusiasts, especially around the, the daily fantasy sports area. So all of these people have come up with, you know, all these different tools that allow you to crunch the numbers and, you know, sort of hack the contest so that you can, you know, uh, perform the best and take down, you know, the millionaire maker. Um, and they're producing all of these videos, right, on YouTube. And then what's happening is, you know, people are starting to watch this because, you're not going to get this kind of content on on broadcast TV. Like, it's funny. Have you noticed? Like, even on um, NFL Today, like obviously we're in the middle of the NFL season, so um, you know, even the the broadcasters are starting to talk about daily fantasy sports or DFS. And those, you know, I literally saw this weekend, you know, for the big Thanksgiving game, like you know, the NBC, CBS, you know. They're like, here's our winning lineup that we've selected, right? Like, that's crazy that here's this, you know, online gaming um, platform, which has now infiltrated mass television and, and the producers of this content, you know, are talking about. So my point is that you're, you're seeing this on, you know, they're creating these YouTube videos and then you know, they're getting subscribers because no one else is producing the content. So we're really early, you know, we're only probably a year, maybe 18 months into, you know, these content publishers. And I've literally seen guys go from, you know, a couple hundred subscribers to like 10,000 to 15,000. And then what happens is big brands like DraftKings and, you know, um, you know, the, the platforms that, you know, you can actually go and, and, you know, place bets and, and, you know, participate on the platform, they're giving money to be the sponsor of that show. And we're going to continue to see that, you know, as people start to leverage, I mean, here's the other kind of flip side to the, um, you know, the gig economy that will continue to grow in 2020, where we're going to have 46% of the workforce in America is going to be powered by the gig economy, meaning that people are going to leverage you know, what they know about, what they're passionate about, you know, their assets, whether it's their vehicle or their home with Airbnb and Lyft, or, you know, they're going to use just their passion for sports and analytics, and they're going to get on platforms, whether that's hitting the streets or hitting apps or hitting YouTube, and they're going to be able to leverage that for income opportunity as people look for creative ways to earn more money. So, you know, I think that with personal brands, these channels and 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 as they attract um, the the bigger brands, the reason why it happens is because these people have a built-in trust, right? They've been publishing content on a weekly basis. They've been giving analytical data based on what their what their projections are for the coming week, uh, and and so you're seeing that. So I think that personal brand channels really are huge, and I believe that. Brands that empower their own internal staff to encourage them to create content and publish it um, to demonstrate their expertise in their field 
and publish that, that only helps lift the organizational brand for that company, right? So um, that's number four. Number five is interactive elements within the video or stories to to really, um, you know, key on the action. In other words, like put in polls or put in quizzes, you know, things that you can do within these, um, you know, stories or um whatever the unit is, if you will, or the platform that you are that allows you, because guys, we're obsessed with our phones, right? And anything we can do on our phones, whether it's swipe or, you know, take, uh, you know, quizzes or whatever, we're obsessed with that. So again, that type of interactivity or interactive elements is going to be huge. Number six is to really, you got to understand the fact of the matter is there's a lot of, of discussion, rightfully so, about privacy Factor of matter is we will sacrifice our privacy for convenience every day. That is that is just the nature of, of who we are. Now, are there people that fight against that day in and day out? Absolutely, there are those truthers. Um, you know, but the 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 majority um, will gladly sacrifice, <laughs> you know, um, privacy in order to be able to have it right now be, have it delivered tomorrow, you know, uh, or have it delivered same day, we will gladly say, yes, you can access my location. You can access, you know, um, you know, all of that kind of information. So um, just understand. And if that's the case, then really think about reducing any friction, reducing any obstacle. Like if it's more than three clicks for me to check out or for me to sign up or for me to you know, enroll, whatever that action point is, you need to simplify that. You must reduce that friction because again, anything that's convenient based is going to be key in 2020. Number seven is, and all of this builds on the top of, we are going to continue to demand and, and consume content in our own personal preferences. I was just, um, you know, uh, traveling and I was I was at my mom's, you know, I grew up in Houston, Texas and was visiting my family. I haven't been there in almost 10 years uh, and it was great visiting family while I was there. Um, And I and I opened up Netflix and, you know, obviously they opened up her Netflix channel and I went to go sign out. Why did I do that? I signed out because all of the things that you know, recommended for my mom are totally different than me, right? Like they're not the same shows. So all of these, all of these platforms and all these channels and these, the way we are consuming videos and audio and music, it's all based on what we, what I like, right? And so if you understand that you've got to personalize and contextualize your ad creative, we can no longer try to throw up this one size fits all marketing content, you know, that really comes across as, as being served like vanilla ice cream. When the fact is there are a thousand different combinations of ice cream that are out there. And it's actually quite easy to figure out what flavors your potential target audiences will respond to. If you deploy creative, you know, in a contextual content that's matched against the behavior of your target audience. So that last point, number seven, is 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 publishing that 
you know, contextual, localized. In other words, you need to lay over the behavior. You need to layer over the, the, the geographical areas, you know, keep those things in mind. And then what are their behaviors? What kind of content are they consuming? And, and when you merge those things together to create your creative set versus that singular one piece of creative, that's going to continue to be key in 2020. So again, just to recap, how are you going to leverage the 22nd micro video to smash your 2020 marketing? Uh, and number one, it starts with understanding that YouTube pre-roll 22nd videos have your message in three seconds or less. That's how you win on that platform. Number two, Facebook and Instagram stories, making sure that you've got, you know, dropping the slick polished ads, you know, increasing your content 20x. Number three is understand that the micro moments are really what we're trying to capture. Um, and that's just building off of what we saw in Snapchat and in TikTok. And number four, understand that personal brand channels are going to continue to attract larger national brands uh, and, and the revenue opportunity because they offer built-in trust. Number five, make sure that you introduce interactive elements into your units when applicable, whether it's polls or quizzes or questions or swipes or buttons or what have you, those interactive elements because we're obsessed with our phones. Number six, understand that we will sacrifice our privacy for convenience every time. And so you need to reduce the friction to your take action, whether it's signups, subscriptions, buy now, whatever your, whatever your call to action is. Number seven, make sure that your creative is contextual, personalized, you know, a geographical representation. Everything is layered in each one of these creative elements. Don't try to launch, you know, this perfect diverse single piece of creative and think that with one shot, you're going to reach the varying amounts of interest uh, of, of your target audience. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. I hope you guys have a great week and tune in next time.